The latest release from Milan-approved singing sensation Curvy Wurvy has met with some controversy. It seems that if you play Let the Sun in Your Heart backwards, you can hear soft chanting in the background. The chant, Milan is the Devil, was detected by the government watchdog group searching out media offenses meticulously and discovered the lyrics during one of their normal scans. There is no word from lead singer Charlie Mason or any of the band members. A spokesman for the group has stated the group's loyalty to Milan is unquestionable and a full investigation into the matter is proceeding. You know, the real problem here isn't a crime against Milan, folks. This group just stinks and their music goes against everything that's good. But that's just one man's opinion. Now here's a little something that will certainly make you want to get up and dance. an operation here. It was funny. Most of us were up here to see if the station was functional when Milan took over. If it wasn't for that stash of records we found, I don't know what we would have done. You can only talk about revolution for so long. The musical interlude does help. Yeah, that and the fact that music helps store up people's emotions as well. Many of the songs of the late 60s and early 70s of the 20th century were about speaking against the government. They had a war going on at the time. A small skirmish, some would say, but... I'm somewhat familiar with the time period. It's been quite a few years, though, Say what? Are you okay? Looks like you're pinned good. I think I'm alright. I just can't seem to move. Christine, are you alright? I will, Doctor. Then my soul don't faint. It's going to be alright. Just stay there. I'm gonna go get help. I can't lift this on my own. Our groovy physician, Mrs. Approach it. What's going on in here? Please get me, sir. My Lord Doctor is trapped. Is he now? Well, that makes my job easier, doesn't it? What Madam Judas Lockdown? Alan, don't be stupid. You two killed a member of the Resistance. Others may not have the stomach to do what's necessary, but I do. My friend's in no position to help you now. No! Ah, Tina! What the? What are you shooting at me for? They're the ones who killed Tara. We don't know that. Just let me do what I have to, Gina. These two need to be eliminated. Says who? We agreed we were going to be giving them a chance to explain themselves. You agreed, Gina. Not me. How else can you explain how Rocketman's girl was killed? That's gonna tell me one of us did it. You seem to find it pretty easy to pull that trigger. How dare you! Put it down, Alan. Nobody's going to die here. You mean nobody else? Put it down. All right. Right. Where do you think you're going? You'd like to help us get the doctor out from under there. I've got to get ready for my shift, Gina. You know, the show must go on and all that nonsense. Why, that miserable little... My thanks to you, my lady. I only hope you're worth it. Hurley, was that be able to help the doctor? I don't know. Passageway is pretty well blocked up. Are you sure the doctor's alive under that? I mean, I can see his legs and all, but... Uh, I can assure you, I'm quite alive. I'm not in the best position to show you a card trick or two. Help him! 
All right, all right. We've got to try and lift this mess. Sheena, dude, me and Love are on the other side. If you and the girl can grab hold of the large slab, we might be able to lift our in here as well. It's worth a try. Hey, here comes Rocket Man. Give us a hand. Why should I? Oh, don't you start. Here, we're going to lift this up. You pull the doctor out. Fine. I still think this is a waste of time. Hasta so good, sir. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, on the count of three. One. Two. Three. <laughs> That's it. That's as far as we can lift it. Hurry. I can't budge him. He's wedged in tight. Wait, can you hold us a second longer? I doubt it. My back's starting to give. This is something I've always wanted to try. What are you doing? Wait a second. He's starting to move. Doctor! Don't let go, girl. He's not out yet. <clears throat> oh, that's it. Let it down. <sighs> that was amazing. I didn't think I could do it. What exactly did you do, Doctor? A trick I learned from Harry Houdini. Relax the muscles of my body so I could easily slide out. Harry Houdini? He's been dead for centuries. Exactly. This man's a complete nutter. Are you going to take anything he says seriously? For his sake, you better hope I do. All right, let's take this to the meeting room. Dan will be getting off shift now and can join us. He'll have a fresh perspective on the whole thing. Come in. Ah, Parker. Congratulations on your successful attack in the complex in Las Vegas. That's one nest of vipers wiped away. Thank you, sir. Well, what's the matter, man? This is a time for celebration. Knocking out Jansen's resistance cell strikes a blow to the entire movement. Yes, sir, I know. It's just... Spit it out, Parker. My intelligence sources tell me that the two strangers that arrived on Radio 2000 may be new leaders in the resistance movement. Really? My theory was that they were from a splinter group looking to take control of everything I've worked to obtain. In either case, they are a threat to you, sir. Quite right. My man on board the station is right now assessing the situation and knows to act accordingly. Of course, should he fail, we must be prepared to deal with this ourselves. Are we? Yes, sir. There you go again. Something is troubling you. What is it? I have always had my reservations about what we intend to do, sir. Radio 2000 has a great deal of support in their favor, even if it's not specifically voice. To eliminate them in such a manner could easily make them martyrs to their cause. I share your reservations, Parker, but it is my hope that we can discredit them before we have to resort to such a plan. What's that? Nothing to be concerned about, if you'll excuse me. Sir? It's a personal communication, Parker. Get out! Yes, sir. I've told you not to contact me. You could arouse suspicion. It was necessary. I do not speak to me in that tone of voice. I'm sorry, but you'll arouse suspicion if you constantly contact me. We agreed I would be the one to signal you when all is ready. It has been some time since we've been in communication. There is much to discuss. The most important being your timetable. What about it? You will have to move preparations up. The council is getting most anxious. That's impossible. I'm barely holding on to world control as it is now. Save the excuses, Milan. You promised us that you would prepare this world for assimilation into the Avoidian Empire. And we promised in return that you would remain in power as rule of the entire system in our state. Taking off first will allow us to gain control of the other systems. But many lives will be lost in such a taking. Much of the resources you claim to need will be wasted. Exactly. Which is why I encourage the Council to enter into this agreement with you. You promised to us to have the world under total control. And then we would just move in without a prolonged conflict. But I can see that there are large pockets of resistance. 
Yes, yes, I know. I'm dealing with it. You must work faster to resolve this, Milan. The council is impatient. We wait just outside your system, close to avoid detection. It is causing a severe strain on our systems. I am meeting with the council to discuss this shortly. But you must do what you can to scratch any further resistance. I shall, Lord One. I shall. Just stand by for my signal. I don't know what to do. My grip on this world is slipping away. I'm only trying to save them. Why won't they be reasonable? Settle down and let me explain. What's to explain, Doctor? I think it's all quite obvious. Is it? You still think I had a hand in all this? Had a hand? Doctor, I am convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that not only are you responsible for Terra's death, but for the explosion in the corridor as well. An explosion of which I managed to get myself caught in? Rather sloppy work on my part, wouldn't you say? I assure you that if I had planned to cause that explosion, I wouldn't have been anywhere near the corridor when it went off. Doctor! Easy, Doc. You're not making a very good case for yourself there. Hello, all! I understand there's some odd happenings going on while I was on the air. I wouldn't call murder odd, Dan. There's something I want to know about, Doctor. You've mentioned a ship, and yet we have no record of you coming on board. Well, that, um, that takes a little explaining. Which you're going to need to do to save your neck. Yes. Travel through time? That's a little hard to swallow. Not at all, Dr. Love. In fact, somewhere in the outer systems, 
There are humans currently developing primitive time travel technology. I don't believe it. We heard your signal and I want you to introduce Christine here to the concept of radio. She doesn't know about radio? Well, I'm afraid you might say she's a little behind the times. She comes from your 13th century. Your 13th century? What are you saying, Doctor? You're human too! No... I'm from the planet Gallifrey. This is getting wilder by the minute! But what I'm saying is true. There is no technology on Earth that would have allowed me to slip aboard your station without detection. He has a point there! No! I refuse to believe this! I'm not asking you to believe everything I'm telling you. But I am urging you to accept this fact. One of you killed the young woman. You'll have a harder time proving that, Doctor! Well, it would help me if I knew exactly who I was dealing with. Why don't we all get chummy and introduce ourselves? Well, my handle's Funky Dan. I spin the best discs of the 1950s. I'm called the Rocket Man. I enjoy the music of the 60s during the 20th century. It was a time of social revolution. I'm very familiar with Earth in the 60s. You know, if you wanted, I could offer you an actual look into that era. I might enjoy that if I could trust you. I think you got my number, Doc. Dr. Love, Disco Era was my bag. Party never stops when I'm on the air. You met Alan Denning. He loves the most superficial part of us time period in the 20th century, the 80s. Very looking out for number one period. Yes, yeah. That seemed to come across that way. And I'm Chaz! I play music from the 90s to the turn of the century! You could say I am the most grounded of our little group. You could say that, but you'd be wrong. And Gina here's our engineer! One very disturbed engineer. I examined the debris in the corridor and found the makings of an explosive device. This was clearly an act of sabotage. Well, Doctor? The Doctor need not explain himself. His innocence is beyond question. You would say that, young lady. True. He were locked away at the time. You placed the explosive before we found you. No. Christina's right. We were discovered straight away. Who knows how long you were on the station before we found you? You just won't let it go, will you? I will not believe one of us is responsible. Well, we found no weapon on the doctor or the girl. And it was the doctor who was caught up in the explosion. I think it's safe to say there's enough reasonable doubt to suppose that he didn't do it. Which leaves us where? <sighs> I don't know. Besides, we have another mystery to deal with at the moment. Tara was carrying this data box. It's encoded and I can't seem to break it. May I see it? Don't do it! Why not? We're all keeping an eye on him. Thank you. Intriguing. Crystalline Matrix? I didn't think you made any progress to this point yet. The code looks like it should be simple. But there's something more to it. Exactly. Uh, what did you mean by humanity not progressing to this point yet? Oh, don't get him started on his fantasy again! I think I can tell you who encoded this data box. It looks just like the work of Frankie. The only other people who knew how to open it were Terra and Jansen, and they're dead. So then we must find this Frankie. Easier said than done, Doctor. Frankie's a very hard person to find. A commodity. Frankie's one of the few computer programmers working for the Resistance. Well, I made sure most of the hardwired eggheads were rounded up and detained when he took control. Of course. So where can we find Frankie? You don't! Rumor has it Frankie finds you, if you need Frankie's services. I see. We have no choice. We're gonna have to make a trip to Earth and find Frankie. I got a few contacts who might be able to help us make the connection. I think it would be best if I came along as well. I'm sure you do, Doctor. And at the earliest convenience, you'd make a run for it. Nothing of the sort. Now let's be reasonable about this. 
We don't know how long this will take, and most of you cannot team out to Earth as you need to be ready to go on the air. Any difference in airplay will be known by Milan, who I'm sure is monitoring your broadcast. He has a point there. We can make this simple. The Doctor and I will team at down. I don't have an air shift until early tomorrow. I want to come along to keep an eye on the Doctor. That's not necessary. I think it is. My shift isn't for a while either. I think it's a splendid idea. You do? Of course. Safety numbers and all that. Now, if we're done discussing this, we should prepare to go down immediately. Time is of the essence. Doctor, I shall come with you. Not this time, I'm afraid, Chris. I'm going to have hard enough time watching my own back with the rocket man looking to entrap me at every turn. Besides, an occupied futuristic Earth might be a little too much for you to handle. You'll be safer here. And you can keep an eye on the others. Make sure none of them are co-conspirators in all this. Then you believe? Yes, Chris. I may be teammating with Kara's killer. But how knowest thou? I don't. Just a feeling. I'll know more when I get outside. Then I shall join you. I need you up here. Trust me. I do. Good. Won't be long now. So what do you make of all this? I don't know what to think. I do know that the doctor knows more than he's telling. You do? I don't. I think he knows a great deal, but I find it hard to believe he knows what's going on here. Are you buying his time travel story then? I'd like to. I used to read about stories like that when I was a kid. There's one thing I miss about being home. There are no books on this station. And Milan managed to remove all the ones you'd probably enjoy down on the planet below. I... Wait a minute. Did you hear that? Yeah, it came from over there. That's my room. Someone's in there. Let's not get paranoid here. The door's open, Chaz. Come on, let's see who's in there. He's looking for something. The discs. On the count of three, grab him. One. Two. Three! Ah! Oh! Sorry about that. You tried. Did you get a look at him? No, he had a mask on. And he was dressed all in black. The discs. Phew. Oh, they're still here. He couldn't open the lock on my desk. I'm going to have to find a better hiding place for them now. I'll tell you one thing, though. What? We just left the doctor a few minutes ago in the team at room with Rocketman and the girl. He couldn't have been the one in here. That means it's one of us. Where are we? On the east end of London. I've been to the east end several times. They've been the most hospitable of places. This is terrible. Entire sections of London are empty now, thanks to either natural disaster or Milan sweeping through and cleaning it out. And this area? Don't know, but we must keep to the shadows while we're here. There's a curfew in effect. Wouldn't want to run into a patrol, eh? Not patrols, Doctor. Much worse. Milan has been conducting a series of genetic experiments. He's trying to develop the fiercest and yet most loyal to creatures imaginable. He doesn't trust his own troops very much. If he had his way, these doggies, as he called them, would be his total enforcement team. He certainly saves on payroll. And he also saves on bullets, since death is a penalty for being out after curfew anyway. It saves time. Make no mistake about it, Doctor. These things are vicious. They can tear into a man, killing him instantly. We should move. There's some areas where the criminal element has taken over. But even they don't come out at night anymore. Alright. Where do we begin? Look out! Come on, this way! You can't outrun that thing! You got to try it! It's probably others! Split up! Oh dear, I'm far too old for this. Wait a minute, there's an alley over there. I might just be able to find a window to climb in and hide. Yes, here we go. Now if I can just lift it. 
I'll just wait out until that doggy is gone. I wish I still had some of that kibble I used to get canine. I don't think these things would care too much for chocolate ball bearings. Hopefully I can catch up with love of Rocket Man. I have no clue where I'd be able to find Frankie on my own. I... Please tell me that's my stomach rumbling. 